Sabres are in St. Louis. Not quite Sabres after dark, but approaching dark. 8 o'clock puck drop on Thursday night. Previewing it next here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, into the Locked On Sabres podcast and making us your first listen every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Check us out on our Locked On Sabres text line, the Sorties group chat. Join subtext.com slash locked on sabers if you want to sign up for the low, low price of $4.99 a month, the price of this cup of coffee that I have in my hand right now. Um, you can get it for cheap. Come in, help us, or not help us out, but talk with us during games. Uh, we're going back and forth as the games go on. That's my favorite feature. News updates, practice updates. You'll be getting that very shortly as I had to hit record here on a, a Thursday morning uh, before the Sabres get to the ice in St. Louis, but we have a pretty good idea of what the lineup will look like. So apologies ahead of time if there is one change or two changes to the lineup, but looks like we know what it's going to be. Uh, speaking of that text line, by the way, our most recent episode, uh, check that out on Devin Levi being sent down to Rochester. Jacob texted in, I'm with you on Comrie, but this probably helps Levi more. Some stability and consistency and who's going to be in net for the first time in a long time will be nice. Whether or not they play stable and consistent is a different question. That's from Jacob on our sorties group chat. And that was kind of the overall sentiment. Um, for our last episode, that this is a good thing for Levi. He'll get some action in Rochester. But St. Louis is what is ahead for the Buffalo Sabres. We'll look through the lineup. What's the Blues record and what? why I'll tell you they're not as good as I think um, as, or as their record is. And some of the odds for tonight's game, I feel, I feel pretty confident. We're going to get that parlay tonight. We're going to get it. We have a hit on the anytime goals. We have not yet got to the three legs. I'm feeling feeling lucky. Feeling lucky tonight. Uh, at Sneaky Joe Sports, if you want to follow me on Twitter. Before I get into anything with the game, I wanted to share uh, and maybe even you know suggest that you go find a good piece by um, the guys over at Sabermetrics. Uh, Sabermetrics, excuse me, the guys over at the Charging Buffalo at Sabermetrics on Twitter, where you can find the article uh, recently about 11 versus 7 and 12 versus 6, 12 versus 6. Uh, so 12 forwards, six defensemen versus 11 forwards and seven defensemen. It's been something that I th- thought is awkward and haven't necessarily liked. It's not traditional, and you usually only do it when you feel like you have to. But to be fair, as Sabermetrics points out, the Sabres have actually been better this year with 11 forwards versus 12. This season, 4-1-1, one, one, nine points in six games with 11 forwards and 7D and with 12 forwards and 60 they are 6 9 and 1 13 points in 16 games the 5 on 5 play their expected goals for percentage is 53.5% with 11 forwards it's 45% with 12 forwards uh, they're a more offensive team they're a better defensive team when they have 11 forwards and 7D so i don't really know what necessarily explains that um it could be what Don Granato told me on our show WGR on Tuesday that it kind of gets you into the third periods of games where you could just roll three lines and those guys can be in more of a rhythm. Um, so maybe that's it. 
but it's a little interesting. It could also just be that Ryan Johnson is a better hockey player than whoever their 12th forward would be. That's also a very good possibility here. I might want to say, though, that part of the reason that I'm going to pick on one guy here, part of the reason that their record and their numbers look better with 11 forwards and seven defensemen is because when you have seven defensemen, you are limiting the ice time of Eric Johnson at five on five. And Eric Johnson at five on five has been pretty rough. And you kind of relegate him to being a penalty kill specialist. And in that way, I don't mind it. If you were going to tell me, we're going to roll 11 forwards and seven defensemen all the time. Our penalty kill was horrible last year. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll three pairings and Ryan Johnson is going to be a regular part of the pairings. Eric Johnson is not going to have a regular pair. We'll mix him in once in a while here and there. And otherwise he's going to play in penalty kill situations and all of the penalty kill situations. All right. I could sign up for that. I'm not sure that's necessarily, you know, you need a roster spot for that, but if that's what they want to go with, then I'm good with that. And that maybe is a little bit of the impact that's happening uh, in front of our eyes. Will we get 11 forwards or 12 forwards against the blues? Again, at moment of recording, we don't necessarily know yet. But after reading through and watching practice yesterday, I think we have a pretty good idea of what we are going to see. So a projected lineup for tonight's game, 8 o'clock puck drop in St. Louis. Here is what we are looking at. On the first line, no surprise, middle stat with Skinner and Tuck. Benson with Cousins and Baturka on line two. Their top six has been working for a couple of games here save the New Jersey game. Uh, why not keep rolling with it? The bottom six, I do think, I mean, Granado said Jordan Greenway was likely to be in the lineup. How I see the Krebs line going is Krebs at center with Greenway and Ocposo together. And then Tyson Jost with Isaac Roseanne and Victor Olofsson. Roseanne was skating on a regular line at practice on Wednesday. That would imply to me that he will be in the lineup. I think they're going to go 12 forwards with Greenway inserting back into the lineup. I the, My guess on the blue line would be that Henry Okiharu is going to be the one that is out, given that he was skating with Jacob Bryson. I don't necessarily agree. I think Yoki Haru should be in the lineup over Eric Johnson if they indeed are going to go with six defensemen. Uh, but for now, I think it's my guess would be Samuelson with Dahlien, Power with Ryan Johnson, and Connor Clifton with Eric Johnson. We do know for sure that Ukapeka Lukanen will be between the pipes for the Sabres with Eric Comrie as the backup, of course, as he is now the only goaltender on the Sabres roster. I like this lineup. I, again, would make one change and put Yoki Haru in over Eric Johnson. I do think that the Sabres getting a consistent second line with Dylan Cousins and J.J. Paterka and Zach Benson is going to help them out in a big way. And I think it's going to be good for Cousins. Cousins has been bouncing around the lineup. There were certain lines that Cousins has been on this year where he's been asked to kind of carry the load. This line, Paterka, has been playing great. Scoring chances and speed. Benson is a smart player that makes the right decision a lot and is good in his own end, by the way. Benson's been getting some penalty kill minutes lately. Kind of relieves some of the pressure off of Cousins, I think, to have both of these guys on his line. And I like Greenway to help out that Krebs and Oposa line a lot, if that's the way that it's going to be. I've liked Greenway, and I think that's his type of line. Right, that is a that is a pesky defensive line, and I do think if you get to the third period and you want to roll three lines the way Granado has in some of these games, I think the Jost Olafson and Rosine, Roseanne line is the line that you sit. We'll see. I hope Roseanne's able to give them more than what we've seen in limited action so far, because I thought he earned a call up. I thought you know being a point per game player in Rochester is worthy of a look. 
and we'll see if we get any signs of this guy's an NHL player in tonight's game against the Blues, again, assuming that he is in the lineup. So that's what we're looking at. I'll do one last check of Twitter here before we move on to what's going on in St. Louis to see if we are going to get anything from the Sabres lineup, and we do not at this moment. Wait, yes, we do, uh, and it is exactly what I said. Exactly what I said. So uh, no no changes, no changes. Everything I just said when I said uh, I'm guessing or I'm projecting, uh, just replace those words with this is what it looks like it's going to be. This is expected uh, at this point. So those are the lines. Those are the pairings. And uh, we know for sure UPL is going to be in goal. When we come back, the Blues. Why I think they're a little fluky. Some of the underlying numbers say that. But I'll tell you why the record is what it is why they could sustain it. There's one thing with the Blues that is different than, say, I've been very critical of the Red Wings recently and why they're going, they're not, uh, they are fluky, um, or they are not going to sustain what they're doing. The Blues could, and there's one reason why for that. That's coming up in the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are presented by Game Time. Hey, if you're in the St. Louis area, you're a Sabre fan, Tonight's the night. Tickets are not that expensive. Uh, head to the Game Time app. Check out your seats for what you could get for tonight's game. If most of uh, if you are in Buffalo, like most of my listeners here, or in Southern Ontario, then check out some of the tickets for Sunday against Nashville. A lot available, and uh, without the Bills playing, there's a lot of opportunity there. Shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. Game time, the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. My favorite function is that you get to see your view of your seat before you buy it so you know what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front so you don't get uh, those hidden fees where, you know, oh, my ticket's only going to cost $20. And then you get to the checkout screen and all of a sudden, it's 38 because of fees and whatnot. Um, that's not hidden on the Game Time app. Right up front, you know exactly what you're going to be paying for. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NHL. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code Locked On NHL, L O C K E D O N NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Sneaky Joe DiBiase back here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Locked On's launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for your 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Blues are tonight's opponent for the Buffalo Sabres. The St. Louis Blues. What do we got there? A team that has been down in the dumps for, you know, maybe it was only one year last year, but a little bit of a, a mini rebuild, getting rid of some pieces like a Vladimir Tarasenko uh, and plenty of others. Um, the youth movement, definitely in uh, in full effect there. They've kind of turned over the team to a young core that contains Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, um, Jake Neighbors is a new guy on the block. He's playing on their first line, 21 years old, first-round pick, 26th overall a couple of years ago. He's got seven goals in 21 games so far this year. Maybe I over-exaggerated the youth movement because, you know, they still do have those veterans. Pavel Buchnevich is their second-leading scorer at 28 years old. Braden Shen uh, is their fourth-leading scorer at 32. Justin Fall, Kevin Hayes, Brandon Saad, Tory Crew. Their scores, five, six, four through eight, are all 30-plus. 
So their best players are their young players, but all of their secondary pieces are 30 plus Shen, Falk, Hayes, Saad, and Krug. So they're trying to win right now, maybe while also trying to do a little bit of a retool, kind of a middling it, if you will. So that's kind of the confusion that's happening with the Blues lineup. It kind of reads like a team that is going to find their way to squeaking into the playoffs, but you will not expect to do anything once they're there. Like literally anything there. Nobody will be picking them to do anything and go deep in the playoffs. If they do make it Uh, today, sitting in the standings um, in the, First wild card spot, 23 points in 21 games, um, a minus four goal differential, not necessarily great for the Blues. Some of their underlying numbers. How about their five on five expected goals for percentage on the season? 30th, 30th. There are only two teams worse in expected goals for percentage than the Blues, the Blackhawks and the Sharks. That is it. And if you look at the way they play games, it's mostly because they are pretty um they're pretty big risk takers uh if you look which is kind of strange it's not what you would expect from the blues expected goals allowed they are sixth in the nhl like they give up a lot of chances a lot of quality scoring chances but why is the record what it is they've got a hot goaltender jordan binnington the crazy guy from over in st louis who at all, you don't have, you barely have to do anything and you'll set the guy off for nothing. Uh, one of the biggest jerks in the league, maybe. Bennington has a 9-10 save percentage on the season, which is pretty damn good for the chances. Uh, as I mentioned, they give up a lot of chances. That's represented in his underlying numbers. Uh, goal saved above expected. He ranks 14th in the NHL out of 64 goaltenders. Uh, so definitely one of the better starting goalies on the year thus far. Bennington's a little is always rocky though. It's kind of how he, you know, is with these, you know, non-play non-hockey uh things what he gets into where he tries to fight everybody. He's just kind of a he's kind of a head case, right? Um you know, you want to be careful I guess these days with that 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 saying because some guys actually have some mental issues that um are real. Uh Bennington though, you just you know what I mean. He's he you never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get from Jordan Bennington. So, yeah, first 20 games of the year, he's a top 14 goalie in the league, but he could be a bottom 14 goalie for the rest of the year, and nobody would really be that surprised. Um, why I think they're different than some other teams, like Detroit, for instance, is even though Bennington is, has had some his ups and his downs, um, if you look at his career, he has had a couple of seasons where he's maintained it for the entire season. He was a 927 goalie in 1819 uh, when they went on to win the Stanley Cup. He had a 912 the year after, a 910. He he's had seasons like this uh, where he's been able to do it for the full season. Twice he's had Vesna votes. I feel more confident that Bennington can go a whole stretch than again to compare them to Detroit than Vili Huso uh, could, who used to be his backup, by the way, and used to split time with. So. That's a little bit on the Blues. Their line combinations uh, for this game. Uh, Robert Thomas, the first line center, as I mentioned, their best player. Pavel Buchnevich on the left wing. Jake Neighbors, the kid I just mentioned, first round pick from a couple years ago, on the right wing. He's getting top line minutes right away. Second line, Braden Shen centering Kevin Hayes and Jordan Cairo. Third line, Oscar Sundquist with Kasperi Kapanen and Brandon Saad. It's not a bad top nine. It really isn't. They just don't have a ton of star power. They don't have like a superstar. Thomas is good, but as uh, your best put forward. And then their fourth line, Nikita Alexandrov, Alexei Toropchenko, uh, I believe is how you pronounce it, 
first time meeting him. Uh, hi, Alexi. Uh, Sammy Blaze is the other guy in line four, more of a tough guy. The defense pairings, Nick Letty with Colton Pareko, Tori Krug with Justin Falk, Marco Scandella still hanging around the NHL on the third pair in St. Louis with Tyler Tucker. So the blue line, same thing. Like, hey, I, I kind of like it. It's pretty, you know, solid. You got some veterans in there, but they don't have like a clear cut number one. They don't have a Darlene. They don't have a Thompson. They're Pretty good depth-wise, but they lack star power uh, on this Blues team. Uh, and Biddington will be your starting goaltender against the Buffalo Sabres. That's the little bit on the St. Louis Blues. When we come back, it's time to hit on the same game parlay. Let's go. We are getting it tonight. I'm telling you, we are getting it tonight. I'll let you know what our parlay is when we come back on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We are presented by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's super easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back to the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Let's get to my bets for tonight's game. My same game parlay. And I am feeling very confident that we are going to hit on it tonight. Let's go to my uh, the odds first. Uh, first off and foremost before we get to the parlay itself. The favorite. In this game is the St. Louis Blues at minus 125, minus 125, the Sabres at plus 104. For you non-betters out there, the Blues at minus 125, you would have to bet 125 to win 100. For the Sabres, if you bet 100, you would win 104. The over-under in this game is 6.5, minus 115 on the over, minus 105 on the under, so pretty close to even there. My parlay of the day. All right. We're going to start with leg number one. Four in a row, anytime goal scores, I have hit on. Three in a row, excuse me. This would be four in a row. Let's go Zach Benson, anytime goal scorer. It's where I began this streak. I had him when he scored his first NHL goal. Didn't project that he would do it like that between the legs. Here's why I like Benson. As I'm looking through the odds, I'll put it up the odds for those of you that are watching along on our YouTube channel. Hi, by the way, you can watch us on our YouTube channel, uh, any episode. So looking at the odds, Benson is minus 450, minus 450. If you look at all the other guys in the Sabres top six, where are they? Skinner plus 150, Tuck plus 160, uh, Paterka plus 250. I've been on Paterka because they have not reacted odds-wise to how much he's been scoring. Now they have. He went up from plus 330 to plus 250 since the last game. So Paterka plus 250, middle stat plus 350, I skipped Cousins plus 260. Benson is plus 450. I'm getting the best bang for my buck for a Sabres top six winger. And Benson is being trusted with ice time late in the game. Eight over 18 minutes of ice time against the Rangers. He was on the ice trying to close that game out, which to me means... There is potential for Benson to be on the ice in an empty net situation. 
And that's a part of this as well. So I'm getting a top six forward at bottoms, a bottom six price. And I do believe that if the Sabres are up, he could be on the ice for an empty net goal situation. Benson at plus 450. The same odds as Kyle Poso, by the way, is my first leg of this game. Second leg, I am just going Sabres clean on the money line. Sabres to win their second game in a row. They don't win two games in a row often. They've only done it one other time this year. But they play well on the road. The Blues, as I mentioned, third worst team in expected goals for this season. Not a lot of star power. Not a very dangerous team, in my opinion. And Bennington is rocky. You don't know what version of him is going to show up. So while he's been good this year, I think the Sabres can get a couple on him. I don't think they'll get a ton on him, though, because I'm going under six and a half goals in this game. Ukapekalukanen in goal again. He has been turning away shots at an incredible clip. The Sabres, by the way, as much as we loved their performance on Monday against the New York Rangers, expected goals for scored on the season. The Buffalo Sabres rank 20th. And we all know what their numbers look like in terms of goals scored on the season in terms of the league. Last year, they were top five in the league in goals for. This year, they are uh, they're 19th. Uh, in the league in goals scored, uh, tied with Calgary and Florida. So they're down offensively. You've got Bennington in net. Again, there is potential for him to play fine. Um, I still think, though, you don't need him to play great to get to the under because Lukanen on the other side has been so solid. So I'm going with Zach Benson, anytime goal scorer, Sabres on the money line, and under six and a half goals in this game. That is plus one. Eight four five plus eighteen hundred and forty five ten to win one eighty four a hundred to win um a hundred to win uh why can't I do math in my head right now eighteen hundred uh that is what you're looking at for my same game parlay of the day I believe we are going to hit tonight this is the time we do it uh everybody if you want to follow along and react to me losing my you know what when we're not winning it uh be sure to hit up the text line because i'll definitely lose my bleep when uh when i don't hit of course because that's been happening every game that's really the best part of our text line is come watch me melt down when the benson scores the seventh goal of the game to hit on the benson bet but lose on the under it's always fun. Uh, but we love the commentary back and forth. We'll have updates uh, for practice a little bit later on in our text line as well. Join subtext.com slash lockdown sabers if you want to get involved. Hopefully we get a sabers win. And if we do, uh, we'll be a lot happier on the next show. So stay tuned uh, to the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We'll talk to you after Sabres and Blues. Enjoy the game. Eight o'clock puck drop. And we'll talk to you afterwards. And in the meantime, Again, be sure to check out Locked On Sports Today's 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Here for your 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel.